Hi, and welcome to Practical Reliability. I'm your host, George Williams, CEO of Reliability X, and we are live at the 35th International Maintenance Conference here in Marco Island, Florida. And our guest right now is the CEO of RDI Technologies, Jeff Hay. Jeff, how are you? Good, good. Thanks for having me, George. Uh, it's so awesome to talk to you. You and I have had many interactions, whether it's podcast or we actually came down to see your facility, which was absolutely amazing. Here we are at the International Maintenance Conference. It's expos, it's people running all over the place. Uh, how nice is it to finally engage with folks? Uh, it's it's fantastic. So it's been a pretty long drought during during COVID, and you know we we missed a lot of that one on one. But you know it's it's great to be here. This is something that we did every year. We missed it last year because uh, they uh, they rescheduled, and so just to be here, get the you know one on one conversation, see it, feel it, touch it, kind of experience, and you know it was interesting because um, at the w one of the early sessions, Terry, you know asked how many people are new and a significant number of people raised their hands. Uh, it looked like almost 70%. So it is also great to see new faces. Yeah, no doubt, new companies. I've, I've noticed the exact same thing. And, and when you're a, a vendor, I mean, that you love seeing that. Yeah, of that's course, like, right? That's pie slices Opportunity. you haven't looked at, right? So yeah, yeah, that's great opportunity. So what else or have you guys been up to? I noticed um, you had a partnership with uh, small dog, a robot, huh? Yeah, so one of the focuses here at the conference um, this year is Spot from Boston Dynamics. So Boston's, Boston Dynamics is, is here and we partnered with them and we're putting our cameras on, on the dog. And so this morning we uh, received a CRL Mastery Belt or, or specifically Spot received the Mastery Belt, a green belt for vibration. So. That was the first uh, robot to, to receive a receive a master belt. That was pretty exciting. That's so cool. Now, do you have any of those colored master belts, or is Spot actually actually one Spot up is to Spot already? is uh, is more qualified than I. <laughs> he should be here talking. <laughs> yeah, that, we're done. Can yeah. somebody bring Spot? We need. Luck, Spot luckily, there. he has no voice. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's coming. That's, yeah. But not yet. That's awesome. So, what was the project that you did? Um, you know, you mounted cameras and then yeah. did Spot go out in the field and actually do some analysis? He did, he, he ran a route. So he, so what the, 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 you know, kind of what we're doing with Spot is we're putting a camera and um, it's in the works now, um, but ultimately you'll be able to put a camera on Spot and autonomously he'll, he'll know his route and he'll walk out to an asset and he'll collect motion amplification data, but specifically also the, the vibration data. So you'll be able to trend assets um, and historize that data and be able to do that all autonomously. He'll just get up, do it, go back, charge. It's like vacuuming the floor? It, it is. Except it, now you've got, you've the, got the yeah, vibration. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's, wow. it's pretty, pretty interesting. And so we went to a facility for the for the green belt and he ran some routes there and took vibration data on some assets. As if I wasn't obese enough, like you can cut your grass automatically now, you can, you know, the vacuum the floor, mop the floor and now I can collect all my vibration data and uh, all of my information, my sensory information from your technology and I still don't have to get up out of my chair. Yeah, I mean, my Alexa will like, I'll get these little like flashing and be like, would you like to reorder this or buy it again? You know, it's like uh, automation everywhere. Uh, it's so. crazy. I was, I, we, so uh, last night I was talking to a couple of people, my whole house is run by Alexa and our back door is a sliding door and my dog always takes a toy out and Every toy, it doesn't matter what it is, it's called a wubby. So if you tell him to go get his wubby, he goes and gets the toy. 
he always forgets to bring them back in. So now when you open the door, because there's an alarm on the door, the door says, Ethan, don't forget your wubby. <laughs> and then he runs back out and he gets his toy. So I was going to say you need another robot dog to go retrieve the toys <laughs> right, for you. Right, right, right. That's so cool. So yeah. anyway, so are you partnering with them? Uh, is this something you're going to continue to develop? And we are. Yeah, it will be a product. You'll be That's able to get it. And so, awesome. um, yeah, we're working with Boston Dynamics right now. It's been a great partnership. And um we're really excited about it. So stay tuned. Eventually, you'll be able to get this, you know, payload or this camera that just goes on the, uh, goes on the back of a, a spot to to automate your routes. That's very very cool. Yeah. Now all we need them to do is, you know, fix soft foot issues and yeah, you know, right. Once we, gotta, we get that, we're in good shape. We need the corrective, the correct him to figure out the corrective action. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he's well. I it's I don't there. think you're that far. It's, it's <laughs> like there. it's yeah. it's scary, but you're not really all that far from minor things, right? Like, yeah, like you this know, he's is not replacing the seal, but he, yeah. you know, he could he could tighten a a, a, a bolt. For yeah, sure. he's got an arm. Yeah, he's got yeah, an arm, yeah, so yeah. he can he can do that. Right. Or get the beer out of the fridge. Now that's always a good that's, thing. I think he right? can do that now. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to get a spot now. I know what I need for my. <laughs> I'm just trying to. My sell kids always say, "I don't know. I don't. You're so hard to shop for. I don't know what to get you. This is easy. Give me a spot. Like yeah, it's right. a no-brainer." <laughs> so I, I also know that you guys are spending a lot of time on the product development side of things and, and looking at that space too. How, how's that going? Yeah, it's going really good. We, you know, we're continuing, you know, bringing new products to market. And you know, prior to Spot, the and, and it's still this is still evolving. We have a continuous monitoring product, and so this is something that you can set cameras on something 24/7, and it will monitor your asset, trend it, you know, uh, trigger off of it, and and that was sort of the launching platform for Spot. You know, so it's in a family of of continually um, evolving products. Very cool. So just to recap really quick, because maybe there are listeners here that have no idea who sure. RDI Technologies is, and we've been talking about vibration analysis. That's not exactly, um, you know, it's visual vibration analysis. Yeah. So can you walk us through who RDI is? Yeah, sure. So what, what we do is we're all focused on cameras. So we use cameras to measure everything. So um, with a camera, you know, there's a lot of, of motion you know, everything's moving, right? Everything, and, and to some degree, that's okay, but at some point, it's a problem. And obviously, in the maintenance world, we understand that that's a problem when it gets to a certain severity for machines. And so, when you, you know, with your eye, you can see things move if uh, the motion's big enough, right? And, and the same's true for a camera. But the problem is all this motion we're talking about where machines are moving are too small for a camera to see or for your eye to see. But what our technique does is actually use a video camera to really drill down into the data into the video and pull out those those vibrations so we can measure them in the video anywhere in the video you can just you know with a mouse click or automated you know measure that location and get a spectrum and a waveform get vibration data but but in addition to that we can actually increase the level of motion across the entire video so you can see you know the motion so for example with misalignment you can see one side going up while the other side's going down or soft foot you can see the foot lifting up off the ground and really easy communication device where you say hey to the maybe the non-technical person you say hey you know this you know if you take a spectrum and you say hey this peak over here man i got to tell you it's getting bad and there's like <laughs> deer in headlights but you take a video showing it lifting up off the ground and you get action taken the best quick. example of that is 
the way you explained it, you purposefully had to explain it in a much longer effort because you didn't have a video and we're on. That's audio. right. If if like if, if you yeah. just had if we had a camera behind us, you'd have said that's it. Yeah. And that would that. that would be it, right? Like yeah. yeah, see it? It's moving. Like there it is. Yeah. You had to go into much more detail to express it because we're in audio. Yeah. That's the difference between a standardized vibration analysis data collection that's you know using an excited crystal through an accelerometer versus a visual mechanism. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, that's very, very well put. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, and then in addition to you know, your product launches, you're also in the space, not just of the maintenance space, but you're actually in, in the spaces of other like operational performance and product testing mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and, and other areas. Talk, talk about some of those other spaces that you, that you guys uh, work with. Yeah, so in addition to like predictive maintenance or condition-based monitoring, uh, we, we you know, use the term test the measurement. But really what it is, you know, any time people are using our, our tool, we, we try to get them to use it you know, higher up in the, the design stage or, you know, so instead of trying to find a fault once it's already in there and it's severe or it's starting to manifest in, you know, at a high vibration level, we try to get people in the industrial side to use it during installation and commissioning. So don't even introduce the fault into your facility in the first place. But if even better is to get it on the design. So we work with like OEMs who are developing product. Maybe they're doing testing and they're trying to do finite element analysis and they need the vibration data from it. So they're, they're in a test facility and they're vibrating it, for example, on a shaker and they can look at the mode shapes and excite them. And, and the, the amount of uh, information you get back is a lot, you know, and you can really quickly iterate on your process, you know, see the, see the issue, fix it. Um, we were working with um, one group and they put them in fixtures and if the fixture's vibrating and they have a certain tolerance with the part for the OEM, you know, that fixture could bring them out of spec. Right. You know, and so if they tighten their fixture down, um, that in and of itself will get their their product to pass qualification. Right. So we work with them in that way too. And so on the design and, and a stage and the um, of, of product development. I, you can see so many uses for the technology. Like as you're explaining this in my head, I'm thinking in my past, I worked for a company that did a lot of uh, small component assembly, so they had a lot of vibratory bolts, right? And those have to function at a very specific rate in order to properly feed product into the, the component assembly machine, right? And and you can use this almost like an MTE device, right? I mean, you're you're going to use it as a calibration device. Is the vibratory bowl operating within its specification? And yeah, um, you can very easily figure that out using this technology. So it's I, like Everyone I talk to is blown away by the technology and, and finds lots of extra uses outside of, you know, it's much like in that case, much like infrared, right? You, you can find anything that's a delta T, you can use infrared. Anything yeah. that you can look at that shakes, you can right. use your technology on, right? One, one of my favorite examples, and this is really early with, with our product when we had launched it, um, one of our users took it home and he had been trying to balance a ceiling fan forever. And this is a guy who does this stuff for, for a living, right? And um, so that ceiling fan just made, made noise, right? And that, he had to move it back into a back bedroom and it like drove his wife nuts. And so he used the uh, camera on the uh, ceiling fan and he found out it wasn't a balance issue, it was a looseness issue. And one of the bolts 
was was not one of the set screws was not like tightened enough and he just never saw it and didn't even think to look and so he had been chasing a balance issue found out it was a looseness issue and now the ceiling fan works great his wife's happy <laughs> it's like you know it's priceless right 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 wow that's that's a great example yeah. <laughs> like yeah. i would have been taking that thing back to the store this thing's no good you know can't yeah. balance this don't chase don't you know lots of times it's not a balance issue you got to yeah. take care of the looseness first and when you're a maintenance guy you just don't give up right like, yeah yeah you're, you're gonna like, solve I'm it fixing this solve thing, that right? problem right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so you know looseness we can see all day long with it you know so that's it's it's really really helpful for that and it's an easy technology to to uh, convince others on i know in my past we bought them and people were a little leery and we said, you know what, let's randomly pick some equipment. We're just gonna go randomly look at some equipment and you tell me if the technology's worth it. And inevitably you find issues, yeah. <laughs> you gotta fix issues. And it easily pays for itself, so that's really cool. Okay, so now you've got you've got the, the, the standard model, you've got a uh, continuous monitoring, you've got the continuous monitoring that can use multiple cameras, mm -hmm. is that right? That's right, yeah. Um, what, what do you have on the roadmap? What can we, what, can we, what nuggets do we have that we can well, about. you know, I think, um, I, I would say, you know, our, our multi-camera, now that we're kind of doing multi-camera, I think you can kind of expect some, some interesting things for that. So stay tuned on that. We've got some interesting new capability just, you know, right around the corner. We're, we, we try to develop at a pretty, pretty rapid play, uh, clip, so um, we'll, we'll be doing that. And then, of course, once we get on spot, you know, the sky's the limit with that. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for, for more development beyond just um, sort of a route, you know, with being able to, you know, access, uh, you know, unsafe locations and things like that, and get yeah. him into to new areas, and and um, really be able to. There's a whole host of of assets that that are really going unmonitored because uh, there's just too much of them. But once you put, you know, a robot dog that can work endlessly, you know, you can you can start getting more coverage. So stay tuned on those things too. I think we'll have some interesting things coming out there. Very cool. And I know uh, you guys are now tackling things like shaft speed and shaft turn and and some additional things. Talk to talk, yeah. because I guess some sometimes you can think, okay, it's using a visual spectrum, so it's a 2D, and I'm stuck at 2D. But that's not exactly true. Yeah, you can you can see you know just like when you know um, your your eyes really you know we can, we kind of see. Uh, things that are flat in, in a way. I mean, we have some de we have depth perception, but but what we do understand, and part of our depth perception is is just around our brain translating it for us. So when something gets starts moving towards you, you know it's moving towards you. Just like when you look at something in the video, and you see that um, you know you see it moving, you know it's moving towards you. You can see that motion, and so a lot of people use it that way to be able to see. Um, you know, in the video, you're, 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 you have a 2D measurement, but you're really seeing in 3D in some sense. Um, the, in, in, in terms of the shaft, it, it's pretty interesting. We have this new technique um, that uses a tack to synchronize with the video. And when you synchronize a tack with the video, um, it freezes all the rotational motion. So if you're looking at a shaft, much like when you strobe it, you know, you, anybody that's probably strobed a shaft knows they can, they can freeze it, and you almost think it's not moving. Right. You know, I've even heard stories where people think that, you know, oh, no, like no. oh they're they gonna check. touch, touch <laughs> no touch no that. no you know don't and, do that. And, and yeah definitely don't do that um <laughs> that, that sort of thing but it's so convincing right? right and so when we do it we freeze that rotational component and eliminate it so now we can actually image rotational motion of a shaft we can see bending and twisting and torsion and things like that and it's really cool to be able to look at something that's spinning you know 30 40 hertz and you can just see it start to flex 
right. you know, while it's rotating. So it's a pretty, pretty cool feature. People are doing some interesting things with it. That's a really, yeah, I love it. I think it's fantastic. All right, so talk to me about, um, you know, interesting finds. Interesting finds, yeah. So, um, well, I, I always think it's interesting when you go when you go out and um, and we, we do this sometimes on on a on a demo. But you know, if we're going out, but you go out immediately and you see um, uh, something immediately, and then you're like, you have to actually dial it in because it's a safety issue. We've seen lifts oh, separating, yeah. And, yeah. and they you know we, we actually have to call in because we've seen you know an issue, and they have to call in maintenance. Um, I think one of the more interesting finds was um, with with uh, Goldcorp. They had uh, done a study. Uh, they had uh, tied it to acceptance criteria on a new facility, so everything was being looked at. And there was this SO2, 500 degrees Celsius SO2 gas line that they had found that was fatiguing. It was bending, and it would have been. Yeah, they said yeah. it would have been a would have been a failure, and it and if that anybody would have been anywhere in that area, it would have been a deadly wow. event. So, um, you know, is you know, glad you found it. Bad, terrible that it existed, but right. but good we good we found it. So I think that things like that, when you hear that the, the technology's working to solve you know safety issues that are hazardous to us, that's that's always great to hear. So how does an organization become one step earlier? Right, like it's great that you do it at commissioning, but at that point the installation already happened and the condition that created that vibration and that motion was installed. Yeah. You can't, you know, do you foresee the camera being a live entity as I'm tightening things and putting a pipe in place or is that unrealistic considering maybe the whole system's not running? It, it, um, it, it can be, you know, it can be. I mean, you certainly, you can do it live. And, and we've had people that will go live on like piping and they'll come in and they'll put a wedge in and they'll see how it changed the vibration levels, um, which is handy because I think sometimes people will chase high vibration. They'll just tighten wherever the high vibration is, but it starts to induce vibration in other areas. So you can go in in a live mode and see what a temporary brace is gonna do to see if that's the right corrective action. So people do do that. Um, but, you know, in terms of the um, in installation, people will use it for, you know, bump tests and things like that. Um, but, you know, again, we're really interested to get it on the structures when they're when they're in the design phase. We, uh, that, that, going back to that SO2, um, that SO2 gas line, that, on the engineering side, um, they what ended up happening was the as design and as built spec didn't match so oh, they designed it correctly that never happens but they never that, built it that doesn't yeah, right? happen right? Ever. so it was like the one time in the entire existence of human kind. yeah 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 <laughs> um but yeah so as the simple as design and as built they were like well we just built it wrong but we designed it correctly wow so it's it's it, you know it different stages you know is where that fault gets gets you know, manifest. I, I remember we were, we were uh, I'm not going to bring up the company or where or anything, but they were putting in a new cafeteria and um, did all the design, had all the piles driven into the ground, like built all the foundational pieces to start building and then realized they put them in upside down. I mean, that's how like I feel like I do with my Target furniture or something. You're, you're not like, a facility. You're like, what? <laughs> they had to rip it all out and start over again. Lost like a whole month, right? Like it was nuts. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no big deal. You know, yeah, <laughs> building yeah. the whole building and yeah, right? everything's backwards. Yeah. But that's cool. I, I really, so, it, you know, how do folks learn more about RDI and 
Yeah, so, you know, rditechnologies.com, of course, you can go there. We do have a page, like, um, on our support and sort of educational resources that we record tons, we do tons of webinars. And you can download those webinars, watch those. Um, and, and we have a YouTube page, you know, so go to, go to our RDI, uh, you know, YouTube forward slash rdi.com forward slash rdi technologies. And we get thousands of videos there. You can, you know, pop some popcorn, pull up a chair and just watch motion amplification videos to your heart's content. Is that like your Friday night? Yeah, that's that, what that's, I do. That's I it. <laughs> Friday and Saturday, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friday and Saturday. I'm going to do that. I, you know, yeah. you know, sit down I'll send you some theater. pop. I'll send you yeah, some yeah. popcorn. Yeah, 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 no doubt. All right, excellent. So thank you so much for being a guest on Practical Reliability, Jeff. It, it's always an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me, George. I appreciate it. Excellent. For Jeff Hay, I'm George Williams. Go make tomorrow better than today. Hi, George Williams, CEO of Reliability X here. And in my past, I was a practitioner. And I can tell you, I had 200 certified reliability leaders in my organization. And I can attest to the value this certification brings to aligning everybody to a single framework, a single language, and a single understanding of all things asset management. The Certified Reliability Leader Workshop focuses on whole life asset reliability decisions and whole life value delivery through leadership. The system provides guidance and is a map, a theory to engage and empower every stakeholder in your organization as a reliability leader. For more information on the Certified Reliability Leader Workshop, including live and virtual events, go to www.reliabilityweb.com events and click on the Certified Reliability Leader Workshop icon.